welcome to episode one of Behind the Line. I'm your host, Tater, also known as Zephyr Greywolf. In today's episode, I'm going to talk mostly about uh, my initial experience in the league, as well as uh, a little of my backstory and how I got here. Before we begin, a little housekeeping. Behind the Line will be a weekly podcast where I talk about things going on in the ISFL. I'll have a focus on the DSFL for a little while, as that's where my character's going to be for a bit, slowly transitioning more toward the ISFL. But I'll be doing things like standings and game results for both, as well as just any general goings-on in the league. Uh, I will probably have a little bit of a focus on whichever team I end up getting drafted to, so there's that to look forward to. Uh, I would also enjoy having guests that want to come hang out on the podcast and talk, Uh, so more of a discussion style. If you're interested in guest starring, please uh, reach out to me and let me know. Uh, With that said, I hope you'll join me as we go Behind the Line. So to begin with my backstory, uh, we're going back further than we necessarily need to, but about two years ago, a buddy of mine told me that he was doing simulation hockey, actually. And of course, I was like, yeah, sure, whatever, and ignored him, um, which we all did, until about six months ago when another one of my buddies finally actually listened to him and created a character in the simulation hockey league. Well, naturally, he talked me into it, and then I started playing. So, I've been doing simulation hockey for about six months. It's been a pretty good experience, but during the off-season times, things get a little dull. I was looking for some more excitement. So, I created over here, after having met several people from this league in the SHL, Uh, as well as some of the people I've hung out with in the SHL were also making characters this season. So I figured now would probably be the time to come on over and hang out. So I did. um, My character is actually designed based on the media I've been writing in the SHL. Uh, My hockey player adopts a wolf. supposed to be symbolically adopting. But, I mean, he's got money, so he decided to basically cross-country drive to where this wolf was and uh, pick it up from a nature preserve. It's not quite kidnapping. It's just like, you know, when rich people take animals out of their natural environment, it's like adopting. But their dynamic is that uh, the hockey player is not very intelligent, and the wolf is, so the wolf has to, like, keep him from essentially dying in hilarious circumstances. Uh, So when creating over here, I had a couple ideas for a character, right? I was actually thinking about making Jake from State Farm and then just like trying to do articles about selling you insurance before I tackle you kind of thing. And I was like, that'd be a fun bit. But eventually I just decided to bring the wolf in So, my character is a gray wolf. Now, I mean, I kind of took some George R.R. Martin liberties with that, 
So he stands about five and a half feet tall and is about 250 pounds. Um, so far more direwolfy than gray wolf. Also far bigger than a real direwolf, but it's my fantasy and I live it. So my wolf, 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 yeah, character, uh, he is a defensive tackle because I don't, I don't know anything about football. I mean, I, I literally understand the concept of tackling people and throwing the ball. Um, so I was like looking through positions. I saw there weren't a lot of defensive tackles in this draft or yet created for this season. So jumped on in and I was like hey it's got tackle in the name I bet I get to tackle someone that's kind of my goal and now my understanding of it is that essentially I'm on the defensive line and I'm trying to get to the opposing quarterback and either sack him or force him to ditch the ball in an un uh, eventful play that's a good word, uneventful. So I like what that concept is. And for a wolf, that even sounds better, right? I'm on, I'm on like the hunt. Uh, so I'm pretty, pretty happy with that. So I built this character up. I, uh, actually produced some media. I actually kind of took the, the, some of the media I'd written over in the SHL and wrote a similar story, but from the perspective of the, the wolf and got started that way. So there was a, a large media piece. Um, I also like to do, in the SHL, I have a, a reporter that interviews me. Um, so I had that reporter interview the wolf. It just wolf, yeah. We're just gonna say wolf from now on. Um, and that reporter interviewed me, and I released that uh, interview as a media piece. So I'm really enjoying the character building aspect. But I mean, that's what I like about sim leagues, anyways. Is the character building aspect, like. Again, I don't know much about sports. I'm kind of just a nerd, but I like social aspects and role-playing, and, you know, those things fit pretty handy in sim leagues. So that's the goal, is to have fun and kind of just be ridiculous. So there's that to look forward to. So now I'm going to kind of walk through my experience with character creation and how how everything was and and felt um and i'll probably do a bit of comparing to the shl i don't want to go like where i come from because those guys are the worst but i'm gonna probably end up saying where i come from a couple times so apologies but as far as the actual site layout uh you know, it took me a second to get used to it. And when I say get used to it, I, again, just mean that from my previous experience, uh, the layout was a little different. So in 
the SHL things like the shortcuts are on the top. And I honestly did not even see them on the side for way too long. So I was just like kind of lost looking for ways to find where like the index was or where, you know, some of these other helpful shortcuts that are over there are. But once I found them, I was like, oh, they're literally right here on the side. Makes sense. I can work with that. That's totally fine. Uh, I did like that the top bar with like the home button follows you as you scroll down. So it's frozen in the top of your screen. That's really nice because I hate having to scroll up really long posts to find the home button just to go back to the home page. And I've used that quite frequently. So that was really enjoyable. The, the TPE tracker is pretty cool. I have been dinking around with it, looking at it. Uh, it's different than what I'm used to as far as I just have to track stuff on spreadsheets, so having that is pretty nice. And the index is definitely... Uh, took me some getting used to to, to sort through, just because I wasn't able to just generically find players in a list um probably because football is very different than hockey and there's definitely uh way different stats that are relevant to different people so that's that makes sense like that's definitely a different thing for a reason so off that same note when i was creating a player i kind of realized that there are a lot of positions in football and I've spent you know the last six months playing hockey where there's basically five guys on the ice and a goalie so like sure you can be a forward or a, you could be a defenseman you could be a center but for the most part you're doing the same same stuff you could be an offensive defenseman or a defensive forward or you know two whatever and so looking through and being like wow there is a lot of actual roles here that mean things right like if you're a defensive tackle you're trying to tackle the quarterback and you're not necessarily you're not trying really to play an offensive game you're just trying to stop the quarterback you're not going you're not going to rush you're not getting yards you're taking someone down and and vice versa a lot of people that are runners aren't looking at tackling somebody they're looking at getting rushing yards or uh wide receivers getting available for for catches and such i'm sure catches is the uh appropriate word for that so I was just like, oh, wow, there's a bunch of bunch of different options. And I don't necessarily know what most of them mean other than I don't want to be a quarterback because that sounds like a lot of uh, pressure slash there's probably a lot of quarterbacks in the league. I feel like it's like being a goalie. If you're a good one, you're a good one. But there's a lot of competition, and you might not necessarily get the most playtime. And and yeah, 
So I ended up going again with defensive tackle. I'm still happy with that decision. I'm not, I mean, I'm not dead set on defensive tackle, but any position where I get to hit somebody is probably cool with me. So the next thing I was interested in, or not interested, yeah, the next thing is that there is like uh, archetypes that kind of change your base stats, if that, yeah. So, like, I was a defensive tackle, and then I could either be a nose tackle, which I don't know what that means, but that's the thing, or I could be a interior rusher, which is what I did, uh, or there's an all-purpose. And they appear to change your your base stats with that choice. So that was kind of interesting because it really gives you like a a mold, a starting place to expand yourself from. And I, you know, thought that was pretty cool. That was something that I wasn't used to as a new player, having like the idea of, okay, I've chosen a role that I don't necessarily know. Oh, and now I'm choosing a archetype to help refine that role. Again, I didn't really know what I was doing, so a little bit of maybe explanation in the builder of what this means would be kind of cool, but for the most part, I was like, all right, well, I don't know what nose tackle necessarily means, but interior rusher, pretty straightforward, right? You rush to the interior, I hope. Um, a quick Google search kind of answered most of my questions about what these, uh, like, archetype positions would do. So now I kind of have an idea of what a nose tackle is. But if it was, you know, explained to me on the site so I didn't have to use external resources, I'd have been pretty happy about that. But I, it's not bad and it only is the first time so next time by the time I make another character I'm gonna probably be pretty aware of what most of these things do and mean so it's really only an issue this once so when I started out with my 50 TPE which I'm really glad <clears throat> that the system uses TPE like uh like hockey did, so I, I feel like I'm like, all right, I know what this means. It, the scales are completely different, so I have no idea what's going on there, but at least the name TPE is the same. So that was nice. But so I had 50 points to spend, and well, I didn't exactly know where to spend them. Um, when I choose, chose in, uh, interior rusher, it kind of highlighted a couple of attributes for me that I assumed meant those were the important attributes. So I put points in those. Um, I've since talked to people, and it seems like, yeah, a couple of those are more relevant than others, but for the most part, I, I guess that was a fine starting place. I mean, as a rookie, I, I'm not 
gonna probably have the most optimized build off the bat just because I I don't really know what I'm doing, but it seems like I did okay. Uh, from talking to people in locker rooms, it seems like my build is gonna be fine. I'll have to make some adjustments as I go, but I think it's gonna be okay. So as I got as you get through like building your character, uh the thing that sort of tripped me up was these traits. Uh so I was looking at traits and I was like, oh, am I supposed to am I supposed to try and buy a trait now? What what are the traits do the description of a trait, which, I mean, to be fair, when its description is, you know, makes you better at such and such thing, and then I'm like, all right, all right, but is it better enough to be worth value, or is raw stats better? So I was a little confused about that. So naturally, when I'm confused about things, I, I just ignore them, which sounds like was the right choice. So I didn't actually worry about that. I've just completely blocked traits out of my mind. And I've been told that I don't really have to worry about them until I actually get called up to the ISFL. So I'm going to continue ignoring them until I need to actually address them, like most things in my life. So once I got my player set up, that was pretty cool. I was good to go. I was a gray wolf and wolf, wolf, I was a gray wolf and all good. I, uh, you know, started the basics of putting myself together as far as a pitcher and such. Uh, and then I started exploring what the, the new things the site had for rookies. There's this really handy rookie guide that I appreciated. Uh, I mean, Having uh, a pretty cool step-by-step -step how to do stuff is really nice. I like there was a video, uh, the the links were there. It was just very handy, and I really appreciated it. So I think whoever put that together, or whatever group put that together, kudos was a really good tool. So as I got, I went through, I found, uh, you know, the basics activity check, all right, seems to be similar to what I'm used to. Uh, first time free training, got it, seems the same. Weekly training, yep, understand, makes, uh, makes perfect sense. Uh, point tasks, yep, used to point tasks. Uh, predictions, that was a, a different thing, but not really, so, I mean, I'm used to doing, like, small-scale predictions, like two or three teams or something. So this is, you know, similar to that. Cool, like it. Uh, wiki creation page. That really uh, intrigued me. So I, I went to check that out because I was like, wiki page? What, what, what do we got going on here? I mean, it almost sounds like a wiki page. Um, and lo and behold, it was a wiki page. But that was one of the first things I start working on because it sounded so cool. 
and I still think it's really cool, and I'm really excited about it. So, uh, the form to fill out was pretty great. I had to definitely work a little bit at it because I didn't have necessarily the the college or uh, previous background for my character because when I was making them, of course, the college I put was the forest because, you know, it's a wolf. 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 Yeah. So I just kind of was like, all right, well, now I got to come up with some words to fill this out. And, uh, but, you know, once you start typing, it kind of just happens. And so that was an easy thing to set up, but also pretty cool. Uh, I needed stats in order to actually get approved, um, but I hadn't played yet, so I kind of had to wait till I played some games to get some stats to put in there. Uh, I guess I could have just made some stats up for, like, my random before this something, but I, I didn't, so I just waited till I had uh, real stats, and then I put them in there, and then I updated them, and, and it was fun, and it was 10 TP, so that was pretty cool. Uh, I, I thought that linking it to TP was a good incentive. Uh, I definitely think that there's probably a bunch of wiki pages that have never been touched outside the first uh, first update, but Either way, I think it's cool that it exists, that they have it, and it's something you can do. Um, it's kind of it's on you if you want to keep it up, but it seemed really cool, and I was really excited about the concept. So that was a really exciting thing about the League that I am still going to probably reference in the future how cool it is, just because it, it's really cool. So, in the world of hockey, I'm used to having, like, a uh, seasonal coaching, is basically what it is, where you can spend a large chunk of money for a large chunk of TP, essentially. Um, and I see that in the ISFL, it's equipment, and the system just looks so much better. Uh, it just, you can buy any tier 1 through 6, and you can upgrade any tier throughout the season. So if you don't have enough money right now to buy your tier 6, you can buy your tier 1 and upgrade it, and it only costs the difference in money, and you get the difference in TPE. And that was, the you know, like, conceptually, that's really cool. I like that you don't have to have upfront cash on hand in order to be able to unlock or obtain the highest TP rating. I feel like it gives uh, people an opportunity to, especially rookies, an opportunity to at least get their uh, feet wet or their hands in the cookie jar. That doesn't make any sense. Ignore that part. To get their feet wet before they actually start earning enough to be able to upgrade all the way. So they don't have to wait till the end of the season to, to buy any training or equipment because they didn't have any money, they hadn't earned enough yet. So I think that's cool. I'm glad that there's some kind of system like that where it scales. So again, good job on like the concept there. I think it's 
very pro rookie. So so far everything seems very pro first time player, right? Archetypes are, you know, hey, choose a role that you might, you know, okay, now here's something to help refine your role and narrow down what you're doing and also like kind of narrow down what stats you care about. Uh equipment seems very rookie oriented. The wiki page seems pretty rookie oriented because, you know, it's it's a first time thing. Um, and, and we haven't even gotten to rookie tasks yet, which is what I'm about to move on to. So the rookie tasks are probably one of, in my opinion, the most rookie favored things, which we would assume based on the name rookie task, but too bad I'm calling it most important rookie thing. Um, so there are six rookie tasks. Uh, and I like how native they are. Um, SHL has eight rookie tasks, I think, and a couple of them are a little in-depth for, for being a rookie. Uh, and by rookie, I'm definitely meaning, like, first-time rookie, not, like, a recreate. So, like, sure, they're all doable, but... In the ISFL, the rookie tasks were all very just native to learning the site. You know, make an update page. Okay, well, you were going to make an update page anyways, unless you weren't actually going to play. Then I guess you wouldn't. But then you wouldn't claim a rookie task, so I guess it doesn't matter. Uh, the other tasks were things like claim your free training get uh put out a media piece i think was one of them do a point task do an activity check thing i don't remember what else there was but they were you know just like hey one it's going to familiarize you with what you have to do on a regular basis for the site and two it's just free money and tpe which i was surprised I got both. That was kind of cool. So, I again really like the rookie tasks. I think it's really helpful to the, to rookies to, you know, get them acclimated to what's going on. I had a previous experience with a different league, so things like update pages, activity checks, th those things weren't really new to me. But it was good to see that there is like a, a learning tool kind of built right in there to help people figure out what's going on and get, you know, a f their foot in the door. Yeah, foot in the door. That's a good one. So earning money was a little interesting. I posted like some articles and all of a sudden I had a bunch of money and then I got picked up by the uh, Norfolk Sea Wolves and got a bunch more money. So all of a sudden I had more money than I actually was expecting. Um, and everyone was kind of telling me that earning in the ISFL is actually much easier. Uh, the pay is better as far as media and my contract was worth way more than, I don't know, I got paid a lot for just having, spending four games with the Sea Wolves. So that was pretty cool. I like having money. Uh, 
I'm still a little confused. It takes me a minute to like remember how to check my balance because that is very different. It looks like I go to I go to an Excel sheet kinda, and that has my balance on it, versus like having an automated system, uh, which I have to say I like the automated system more. But I've learned to check the bank statement, and that seems to work for now. Buying training was also definitely a little different, just because instead of, again, an automated system where I just go and buy training, there's like a transaction forum that I post in, which I guess makes more sense to forums, right? Like, you post in a forum, and then stuff happens, and that's kind of how forums work. So, th that makes sense. I mean, I, I figured it out, and I, I work, work it out when I need to do it, and I have to remind myself to do it. A little more because it's a little different but it's uh it's definitely doable and so i've definitely figured figured it out for the most part so after i was all set up i decided to watch my first uh football sim when i was playing for the sea wolves and i guess i don't know what i expected uh in simulation like obviously i knew it had to be different than hockey because it's going to be a different engine and different game as far as i'm aware but i liked the layout of it uh having the the dots on the screen to, as the players with the numbers and then like you see where the ball is and how the play unfolds you know it's it's sped up because otherwise it'd take forever but it was just actually really cool. Like, I really enjoyed that. Uh, it's it's almost like the highlight reel from hockey, but all the time. And it's easier to see what's going on just numbers-wise as opposed to, uh, like, a really quick feed that's going across the screen. I did take some time to get used to where I should be looking for information, whether I'm looking at the bottom of the screen, which appears to have the result of the play, versus the top of the screen, which has associated information. Uh, but once I kind of got used to what was going on, I was able to watch and, and look for myself and see what I was doing and where I was going and all that stuff. And and it was pretty cool. I. Uh, I liked it. There isn't there wasn't really like a game stats like after the game there wasn't like a any kind of stats page or anything like that which I think goes back to that there's so many different positions with so many different relevant stats that there isn't necessarily a good way to present that in like a singular stats page. So I mean that makes sense, but I definitely was hoping to be able to be like, oh, did I? How many tackles did I get? How many sacks did I get? Like during the game, without having to try and like keep track and math it myself and and whatever. But I, I mean, it's something you get used to. Uh, the other thing that I took a second to get used to, and I don't want to say took a second to get used to, but I was a little surprised 
is it looked like the games were pre-recorded and then uh instead of being live streamed they were just premiered so that everyone was watching the same at the same time but they had already taken place which is a from what i gather is how the draft also is going to work um which you know i'm not actually super against that uh there seems to be a lot of delay in like hockey streams and the draft and stuff that i feel like would be eliminated if it was pre-recorded and then it could be done at the convenience of the streamer as opposed to at set times and then be released when the time to release it is so i mean that made sense i was like oh cool like maybe this is something to actually take back and suggest over in the shl because i think pre-recorded content is a lot smoother as long as everything goes well and if something is wrong like a bad file or something that would definitely ruin the pre-recorded content concept but as long as everything's okay i mean everything's okay right playing in the sea wolves was pretty fun for the season uh, I only played four games with them, but it was a good time. We uh, finished the season 3-11, and 11, which wasn't the best record, but I think we're on the upswing. Um, I say we now because even though I'm not actually on the roster anymore, there was that camaraderie. So uh, I think they're on the upswing. Um, I don't actually know where I'm being drafted to yet, so could be could be them could be somewhere else i've definitely been talking to a lot of uh gms so hopefully someone wants me and i get to play some football but uh my time with the sea wolves was pretty great the locker room was really fun and we only again went three and eleven but i was in on one of those wins at least so that was pretty great As far as overall in the uh, DSFL, their uh, playoffs ended. Um, Ultimus, I think, is what we call the playoffs here in ISFL. So, Ultimini. Yeah, Ultimini. I'm going to say that wrong probably a lot. But uh, going into it in the semis, we had. Uh, the Pythons versus the Grey Ducks, and the Luchadors versus the Bird Dogs. I discovered box scores by looking at that and was like, hey, box scores, this is exactly what I was looking for, but we'll talk more about that later, or we won't talk about that at all. We'll pretend like it doesn't exist. Um, So the Grey Ducks came out on top against the Pythons and the... Luchadors came out over the Bird Dogs to have a Luchadors Grey, du Grey Ducks finals with Grey Ducks coming out on top. So congratulations to Grey Ducks. Good job. Uh, we got Ducks winning the DSFL this, this season. So I was uh, 
didn't actually know who if there was a favorite going into this or anything like that because um still pretty new but let's assume that the gray ducks were the were always the underdog and really pulled this one off uh so going to the isfl it looks like we had uh quarterfinals of the otters versus the outlaws with the outlaws taking that one we had the copperheads Versus the Silverbacks with the Silverbacks taking that one. Uh, we had the Yeti versus the Sailfish where Sailfish pulled that one out. And uh, Fire Salamanders versus the Wraiths where the Salamanders came out on top. I mean, they are Salamanders, but... So in the next uh, semifinal bout... The Silverbacks against the Outlaws. The Outlaws take it. Wow, it was a 33-0. Outlaws were on fire that day. And then the Salamanders versus the Sailfish. The Sailfish come out on top. And so we have a Sailfish versus Outlaws finals with the Sailfish taking it home. So that was pretty cool uh, to see the Sailfish win. I I don't know much. I know... Uh, a player from the Sailfish that's over in hockey, so that was pretty cool. I don't, I don't really know again anything about who is the team to win right now, or who's good or who's bad. But Sailfish did it. Good job, Sailfish. Proud of you. Again, gonna assume that they were the underdogs the whole time, and that everybody didn't think they had what it took to make it. So. They showed everybody else that they, in fact, did have what it took. So then to celebrate the uh, end of the season, new champion, all that stuff, there is Ultimus Week, which is uh, similar to the Championship Week in the Hockey League. Uh, So Ultimus Week is... A series of prompts, and you can do them for TPE. Uh, What I actually really liked about Ultimus Week is how they tiered the prompts. Um, It's just, instead of being like, hey, in hockey, it's like, hey, here's 12 or 16 options. They're each worth a varying amount. Do some combination of them to get to this point. In Ultimus, all I had to do was either one tier one, and that's all your points, or two tier twos, or like what four tier threes. I think that's how the math worked out. But anyways, so that was actually pretty exciting, pretty cool. I was able to record a mini podcast episode for one of the categories and then I wrote an article for another one and I got my 10 points and it's out of there's only 10 points maximum so I got on you know all those points that and by points I mean TPE but so I thought it was interesting I like the take uh I like having kind of like a tier system where I only have to do so much and I felt like I was doing probably about the same amount of effort as I would in 
the SHL. Like it was about the same overall effort. It was just condensed down into having to only do the effort for like one topic instead of having to do the effort across multiple topics. But so got it done though. It was enjoyable. I I definitely liked creating a story. I definitely ended up having to cut the story a little shorter than I intended just because there was, you know, I only needed 400 words and I got over 400 words and I was like, wow, I could probably keep going. I should have just made this like a media piece and done something else, but too late committed to committed to it. So So then as far as what's coming up and what's on the horizon, uh, there's going to be the Prospect Bowl. That sounds exciting. I'm on the Hanoi Typhoon, so look out. We're storms a-brewing. Uh, so, but they're going to play Wednesday, I believe, is when the Prospect Bowl is going to premiere. And then there's going to be the... ISFL draft on Friday, I think, and Friday or Saturday, I don't remember. And then we'll have the DSFL draft uh, next week, uh, maybe like Wednesday or something. I forget that they've told me, and I'm excited, but then also I'm bad with dates, and I don't actually even know what day today is because. I sleep during the day, and I'm awake at night, so everything's complicated. I also just signed up for uh, Fantasy for next season, so that, that's pretty cool. Fantasy football. Uh, I've done fantasy football before for real football, so I feel like it's not going to be a ton different in, in this. Uh, I've done fantasy hockey in the eyes. The, SHL, yeah, wow, too many abbreviations for too many leagues. Um, so I'm at least familiar with how the fantasy aspect works, and I'm excited to get my free million and maybe some TPE. So I'm I'm coming for that. Whatever TPE payout exists in the ISFL fantasy, but hopefully it is a lot of TPE for not a lot of effort but also uh, could be unbalanced. In the SHL, I uh, am pro-fantasy TPE because I've won it once, so that I'm definitely a advocate for it. So if I win it here also, then I will become an advocate, and my podcast will be sponsored by Fantasy TPE. Otherwise, I will be against it and think that it is a scam and uh, I don't know I will say it's a scam so as far as the the draft the coming of draft goes uh, there are eight teams and I have spoken to five of them Yes, so that's pretty good considering the draft isn't until next week. I've already spoken to five of the eight teams. 
uh, that's far more teams than have scouted me for other things. So, but I, I'm excited. I definitely have been talking to some different uh, team GMs, and I think there's definitely a team or two that wants me um, as far as, like, positionally and, and just talking with them. So hopefully uh, I go to a good home and get to really enjoy my locker room and hanging out with people and pretty excited about, about all of that. I will have some contract negotiation requirements. I need a personal groomer, and I want a game-side water dish, but it has to be like flowing water, you know, like a waterfall water dish. I don't I don't just drink out of stagnant water. Uh, and I, I don't actually know what other concessions a wolf would want, but wolf, 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 yeah. Anyway, so I think that wraps up about all I have to talk about today. Um, if you have any desire to be a guest speaker, come on the show, talk to me, uh, talk with me, we'll talk about things, that'd be really cool. Uh, please hit me up and we can set something up. I would really enjoy having someone to talk with so it's not just me talking. So thank you very much for listening, and stay tuned next time where I go behind the line.